It's like looking down from the top saying, I'm up here and you're not. We'll talk about that today on Bible Time. Hello again, everyone, and thank you for joining me for Bible Time. I'm going to start you out today with a riddle. What has four letters, sometimes has nine, never has five letters? Okay, you think about that for right now, and I will come back to it in a moment. I'm going to read from you, to you from John chapter 3, beginning with verse 3. In John chapter 3, Nicodemus comes to Jesus at night, and he says to him, Rabbi, we know that you have come from God as a teacher, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Then in verse 3, this is Jesus' reply. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless someone is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus goes on to say, well, how can I enter into my mother's womb once again? And Jesus says in verse 5, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless someone is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which has been born of flesh is flesh, and that which has been born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not be amazed that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it is coming from and where it is going. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. So what is Jesus talking about here? I really kind of keep my ear to the ground, if you will. Um, <clears throat> God has made me someone since a very early age who has looked out for others who are being bullied um, or disenfranchised or, you know, just the not the popular crowd, if you will. And I do that still when it comes to understanding Christianity. I want to help everyone I know to understand the truth of God's word. But there are some people out there who, as I said in the very beginning, it's like they've climbed up this mountain and we're all climbing and we're all trying to reach God. And, and they get up to the top and they're looking down and they're saying, hey, I'm up here and you're not. Why? Why would you do that? Now, of course, they're not really saying that, but what they do is, you should do this. You should not do this. For crying out loud, people, don't should on your friends. It is one of the worst things we can do to tell somebody what they should or should not do when it comes to Christianity. It is not our job to bring conviction. It is the job of the Holy Spirit to bring conviction and to lead others in the ways of God. We are to teach them the love of God. We are to show them the love of God. We are to go out and make disciples, help them, yes. Certainly teach them, yes. But my goodness, when we act like we're better than them and we say, you should do this and Christians shouldn't do this. Oh my goodness, it just makes me wanna scream and say, no, stop. Well, here this verse is one of the ones that is used a lot. They say, because Jesus said, you must be born of water and the spirit. So you must be baptized. Wait a minute. Let me let me read this again. Okay. Um, where does Jesus say you must be baptized? He says, truly, truly, I say to you, unless someone is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. I, I'm going to read it again. Yeah, it doesn't say truly, truly, I tell you, someone must be baptized and born of the spirit. 
No, that is an interpretation. That's your interpretation, and that's fine. I believe we should all take time to be baptized. It's an outward showing of the grace that is working with inside of us. It is something that shows that your relationship to God is growing. It shows that you care, that you want to know God better. It's letting the world know, hey, I'm declaring myself to be a child of God. But it's not required to get in heaven. God's not going to sit there someday on the great white throne judgment and say, you were never baptized. You cannot come in. No, he's not going to say that, folks. No. Okay, back to the riddle for a minute. What has four letters, sometimes has nine, and never has five? Do you know the answer? It wasn't a question. It was a statement. What is a four-letter word? Sometimes has nine letters in its word and never has five letters in its word. It was a statement. It was not a question. But I bet, unless you've heard this before, you assumed that it was a question because I started with the word what. Don't assume because it says you must be born of water that you must be baptized. When you are baptized, you are not born again. You are not born for the first time. However, the key comes down in here when he says that flesh gives birth to flesh and spirit gives birth to spirit. Every single one of us, without exception, even Jesus, was born to a mother. And we lived the first nine months of our life, and sometimes fewer months, within amniotic fluid, which we call water. We're all born of water. And that flesh that we're born into gives birth to more flesh. Water gives birth to water. Flesh gives birth to flesh. But only Jesus Christ can give you the birth of the Holy Spirit. Only he can make you be born again. So great lesson in that. But really the underlying lesson I'm trying to teach here is that we have to be careful. We think that we understand. And it's great. I want us all to know and and follow God's word and try to understand it and to teach it. It's a wonderful thing. But... Be careful how you do it. Don't elevate yourself up to the top of that mountain, looking down at others and telling them what they should and should not do, because that just drives people away. It doesn't help. It just drives them away. Instead, saying, well, I believe, hey, if you start out with, I believe, I'm going to listen to you. Now, I may disagree with you. I may not believe what you believe, but at the same time, I may start believing what you believe. I was told one time, told, taught, that there is a pre-tribulation rapture that's going to happen where Christians around the world are going to mysteriously disappear. Then I read the Bible for myself. I read all the parts about what Paul was saying. I took that from 1 Thessalonians 4. I compared it to Revelation. I compared it to, to Ezekiel. I compared it to Enoch and Moses and Elijah, I compared everything and realized that's not the way God works. That there will be a rapture at the end when Jesus returns, but not before a seven year after a peace treaty and blah, blah, blah. Okay, if you still believe that, okay, I'm not going to argue with you, 
But I have been com- have been convinced in my own mind that there will not be a time when Christians will mysteriously disappear. And if they do, praise God, and I sure as heck hope he lets me stay here on earth so I can help those who are left behind. But I do believe that right now he has me here to help those who are still left behind. Anyway, that's for another time. <clears throat> so what I'm getting at today, please be careful. Read the Word of God. Understand the Word of God. Study the Word of God. But let God be your ultimate teacher. If we let others, like Joel Osteen, teach us, oh, heaven forbid, we are all going to be in trouble. There are great teachers out there. There are terrible teachers out there. I'm not saying I'm great nor terrible. And I certainly think it's great that you listen to what I have to say. But take everything that I say and weigh it against the Scriptures just as it says in Acts 17, 11, the Bereans were more noble and they took everything that Paul said and they weighed it against the scriptures daily to find out because the scriptures are the authority. That is the authoritative word of God for your life. The Holy Spirit will take what you read, will work it in your mind and will teach you and guide you. <clears throat> but others can help too, but just don't should on your friends. That's your Bible time for today. I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll talk to you again all real soon, and God bless.